welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There's several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. My email is ACIMDWLFRP. That's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message and while you're there if you'd like you can make a donation to support this podcast and I'd really appreciate that now let's get started with today's lesson good morning today is lesson 195 love is the way I walk in gratitude Love is the way I walk in gratitude. Gratitude is a lesson that's hard to learn for those who look upon the world of myths. Meaning, looking at the world and seeing only the physical. Seeing all of the pain and the suffering and sorrow and hatred and death. That's looking at the world a myth. The most continuing that they can do is to see themselves as better off than others. And they try to be content because others seem to suffer more than they. How pitiful and deprecating are such thoughts. For who has cause for thanks while others have less cause? And who could suffer less because he sees another suffer more? Your gratitude is due to him, capital H, alone, who made all cause of sorrow disappear throughout the world. It is insane to offer thanks because of suffering, but it is equally insane to fail in gratitude to one, capital O, who offers you the certain means whereby all pain is healed and suffering replaced with laughter and happiness. So it's one thing to offer thanks because somebody else suffers more than you, but it's just as bad to not feel gratitude toward the one, capital O, who made all the suffering disappear and be replaced with laughter and happiness. Continuing. Nor could even the partly sane refuse to take the steps which he directs, capital H, and follow in the way that he, capital H, sets before them to escape a prison that they thought contained no door to the deliverance they now perceive. Your brother is your quote-unquote enemy because you see in him the rival for your peace, a plunderer who takes his joy from you and leaves you nothing but a black despair so bitter and relentless that there is no hope remaining. 
We see our brother as a plunderer who takes our joy. When we see that someone is harming someone or harming us in some way, when we see something that's painful or uncomfortable to look at, we feel like that person has taken away our joy and leave us nothing but despair. <clears throat> Continuing. Now is vengeance all there is to wish for? In other words, we feel that that person stole our joy. Then what we do, what we tend to want to do is take revenge upon that person. You hurt my child, I'm going to kill you or whatever, something like that. Continuing. Now you can but try to bring him down to lie in death with you as useless as yourself, as little left within his grasping fingers as in yours. When we recognize someone hurting someone else and then we want to hurt that person, we are becoming one with them in their hatred or their rage or whatever they were doing. And when we agree with them, we are putting ourselves in this deep, low place and bringing that person with us because we don't see the beauty and the love and the holiness in them. Continuing, you do not offer God your gratitude because your brother is more slave than you, nor could you sanely be enraged if he seems freer. Love makes no comparisons. And gratitude can only be sincere if it be joined in love, if it be joined to love. So when we are sincerely offering gratitude to God, to the Holy Spirit, to each other, it's only sincere if we offer the gratitude with love. Continuing, we offer thanks to God our Father that in us, all things will find their freedom. In us, all things will find their freedom. It will never be that some are loosed while others still are bound. For who can bargain in the name of love? Therefore, give thanks, but do it in sincerity. And let your gratitude Make room for all who will escape with you, the sick, the weak, the needy and afraid, and those who mourn a seeming loss or feel an apparent pain, who suffer cold or hunger, or who walk the way of hatred and the path of death. All these go with you. Let us not compare ourselves with them, for thus, we split them off from our awareness of the unity that we share with them, as they must share with us. This whole comparison thing is so difficult not to do. I find myself doing it all the time. Well, I would never do that. That guy just ran a red light, nearly caused an accident. What an idiot. I would never do that. That's comparing ourselves and saying that I am better. Or you look at someone who is prettier or thinner or wealthier 
and we say, oh, I wish I could be like that. Again, it's comparison. And it divides us. It takes away the the unity that is the real reality. We thank our Father for one thing alone, that we are separate from no living thing and therefore one with him, capital H. And we rejoice that no exceptions ever can be made which would reduce our wholeness, nor impair or change our function to complete the one who is himself completion. We give thanks for every living thing, for otherwise we offer thanks for nothing. And we fail to recognize the gifts of God to us. Then let our brothers lean their tired heads against our shoulders as they rest a while. We offer thanks for them, for if we can direct them to the peace that we would find, the way is opening to the way is opening at last to us. An ancient door is swinging free again, a long forgotten word, capital W, re-echoes in our memory and gathers clarity as we are willing once again to hear. Walk then in gratitude, which is the way of love. For hatred is forgotten when we lay, lay comparison aside. What more remains as obstacles to peace? The fear of God is now undone at last, and we forgive without comparing. Thus, we cannot choose to overlook some things, and yet retain other things still locked away as quote-unquote, sins. When your forgiveness is complete, you will have total gratitude, for you will see that everything has earned the right to be, has earned the right to love by being loving, even as yourself. When your forgiveness is complete, remembering that Forgiveness, true forgiveness, does not acknowledge a sin and make it real and then pardon it. True forgiveness looks past a seeming wrong and sees that it never happened. Continuing. Today, we learn to think of a we learn to think of gratitude in place of anger, malice, and revenge. We have been given everything. If we refuse to recognize it, are we not entitled, therefore, to our bitterness and to a self-perception which regards us in a place of merciless pursuit, where we are badgered ceaselessly and pushed about without a thought or care for us or for our future? Gratitude becomes the single thought that we substitute for these insane perceptions. God has cared for us and called us Son, capital S. Can there be more than this? Our gratitude will pave the way to Him, capital H, and shorten our learning time by more than you could ever dream of. 
Gratitude goes hand in hand with love. And where there is one, the other must be found. For gratitude is but an aspect of love, capital L, which is the source, capital S, of all creation. God gives thanks to you, his son, for being what you are, his own completion and the source of love along with him. Your gratitude to him is one with his gratitude to you. For love can walk no road except the way of gratitude. And thus we go, who, and this way we go, who walk the way to God. Namaste.